0: the marvel of absolute truth, the marvel of the Word of God. As the end of this world quickly approaches, the Word of God will be more and more maligned and polluted with alterations. One of God's signs of impending judgment in the days of Israel's rebellion is written in the book of the prophet Isaiah, chapter 5, verse 20, Woe unto them that call evil good, and good evil! that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Surely, evil has become good. The leaders of this world as a whole are blind leaders of the blind, but Jesus Christ came to open our blind eyes and introduce us to the delivering, liberating power of the absolute truth. Jesus said of the Father in John 17, 17 "'Sanctify them through thy truth,' thy word is truth. John fourteen six. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus came that we might know truth, that we might see the light. Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God? Do you want to know the absolute truth? Do you want to see the absolute light? Do you want to be delivered from sin's bondage and partake in absolute salvation? God said, man said, has marvelous news for you. Today is your day of salvation. Click on the further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Ecclesiastes chapter one, verses nine and ten. The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done, is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said, See, this is new? It hath been already of old time, which was before us. God said, Isaiah 66, 1 and 2, Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? and where is the place of my rest? For all these things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. Man said, Our destiny is in our own hands. Man's science will lead the way. We are gods unto ourselves. Now the record. The sons of carnaldom clamor, where is the proof that God is? Where is the proof that the Bible has been authored by the finger of God? Show me! Welcome to God Said, Man Said, Feature Article 632. All of these magnificent features are archived on this site in text and streaming audio and certify beyond any reasonable doubt that God is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. These features are offered up unto God for the edification of the saints and as ammunition in the battle for the souls of men. Every Thursday eve, God willing, they grow by one. Download them all to your iPod or use the tell a friend feature above to send one to someone you love. Don't forget the search bar above. Type a keyword and the screen will populate with subjects that answer your questions. Thank you for coming. We look forward to your visits. May God's face shine upon you with light and truth. This is part two in the God said, man said biomimicry series. When the skeptics look for scripture verses to scoff at, Ecclesiastes chapter one, verse nine comes to mind. The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done is that which shall be done. And there is no new thing under the sun. In part one, we chronicled man's efforts to mimic the human neurological system, which efforts we know as the computer. We discovered that the brain uses a millionth of the energy that a digital computer expends to perform the equivalent operation. In Dr. Galouza's book, Made in His Image, in the discussion on human motion he said the part of the brain managing much of this data and turning it into information is the cerebellum. It contains only 10% of brain mass but contains nearly 50% of the neurons in the brain. Why? Because the data it manipulates in just one second would fry the world's best supercomputer at the same speed or take years to process at normal speeds. End of quote. Feature one discussed man's efforts at miniaturization. Man only needs to look to God for instruction when all the DNA of every human on the face of the earth could fit in one aspirin tablet. And now man is mimicking DNA in an effort to harness its power as a data storage source. Keep in mind that all the data to build the body is in its DNA. A sentence from Science News reads, Big data could soon be stored in a very small package, DNA. A team of scientists has demonstrated that storing information in synthetic DNA could represent a feasible approach to managing data in the long term, bumping aside the magnetic tape favored by archivists today, end of quote. We also discussed the popular science feature titled Impenetrable Armor, a paragraph read, In many areas of material science, we've reached the best we can do with engineering techniques, says McGill University engineer Frankos Bartholat. I think nature has a lot of new tricks to teach us. The protective armor of many marine animals is up to 3,000 times stronger than the materials that form it. By replicating the structure of fish scales, Bartholat similarly amplified the toughness of composite material. Engineers at Villanova University stack ceramic crystals in a softer compound at angles similar to those in shell. Because cracks zigzag and peter out instead of shattering the material, it is ten times as strong as the base ceramic. Such advances could fortify armor in three to five years, end of quote. Stephen Jacobson, CEO of Sarcos, whose company received funding of $50 million in 2001 from the U.S. Defense Department to create an exoskeleton that would make uh, every soldier a superman, said this about human muscle and his company's efforts to develop the exoskeleton. Muscle is so darn good at this stuff. If you took all the muscles of a healthy adult male and put them in full contraction— they would lift 20 tons and they run on carrots. End of quote. There is a scientific law called the first law of thermodynamics, which basically says you cannot create or destroy matter. And this certainly applies to the creative and spiritual handiwork of God, His marvelous creative achievements. No new thing under the sun. I recall a joke in which a man arrogantly says to God, I couldn't make a man. God responds, tell me how. Well, says the man, I'll get a little dirt and I'll, whoa, says God, get your own dirt. The headline in the December 29, 2012 issue of Science News reads, Hydrogen fuel, edges a bit closer. And its subhead reads, set up mimics. Photosynthesis to create clean burning gas. Two paragraphs follow. Making hydrogen gas in water just got a little easier. A new discovery may lead to inexpensive practical means of harvesting sunlight to create clean burning hydrogen for powering cars or generating electricity. Scientists would like to mimic photosynthesis, which harvests sunlight and splits water molecules to create fuel for plants. It sounds simple, but it's a highly orchestrated set of reactions. End of quote. Science News October 20, 2012 headline, Bees Fast to Find Shortest Route. A few excerpts follow. That results suggest that an elaborate mental map isn't necessary to travel efficiency in unknown territory. Finding a way to mimic the bumblebee's navigation system may allow programmers to develop robots that adeptly maneuver through unfamiliar places. It's amazing that these little creatures are as flexible as they are and have evolved These solutions that make maximum use of these little brains they are carrying around, says behavioral biologist Fred Dyer of Michigan State University and East Lansing, end of quote. Man's most sophisticated science attempts to unravel the mysterious and magnificent design of the bumblebees navigation system, something they attribute to time and chance. Little brains apply here. December 2012 of Scientific American headline with Sugar-Powered Pacemakers. The subhead reads, the glucose in our blood could drive medical implants. A few paragraphs follow. Pacemakers, insulin pumps, and other medical devices of the future may run without batteries, powered instead by the same energy that fuels the body, sugar. Researchers first dreamed of glucose-powered implants in the 1960s, but the equivalent of lithium-ion batteries in the late 1970s provided a simpler, more powerful fix. Batteries have always had a major drawback, however. They must be surgically replaced every 5 to 15 years for pacemakers. Rechargeables connect to electronics outside the body with wires that pierce the skin and leave a person open to infection. Several advances have prompted researchers to look again at glucose, which is plentiful in blood, and the interstitial fluid that bathes our cells. More efficient circuitry and implants, for example, has reduced power requirements, and glucose biofuel cells are becoming much more efficient and body-friendly. In most biofuel cells, enzymes at the anode strip electrons from glucose molecules. The electrons provide current as they flow to the cathode, where they react with oxygen, forming only small amounts of water. Unlike batteries, however, fuel cells need to be immersed in a constant supply of fuel, which is blood or interstitial fluid, can readily provide, end of quote. God's pronouncement that has taken such abuse by the willingly ignorant that states, there is no new thing under the sun, is true, and that necessitates biomimicry. There is no other way. Man clamors for truth and refuses to see. God's word is the truth. God said Ecclesiastes chapter 1, 9 and 10, The thing that hath been, it is that which shall be, and that which is done, is that which shall be done, and there is no new thing under the sun. Is there anything whereof it may be said, See, this is new? It hath been already of old time, which was before us. God said, Isaiah 66, 1 and 2, Thus saith the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that ye build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? For all those things hath mine hand made, and all those things have been, saith the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. Man said, Our destiny is in our own hands. Man's science will lead the way. We are gods unto ourselves. Now you have the record.